In whom do you place your trust? Our first reading today from the prophet Jeremiah, he said this, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the one who places their trust in human beings. Maybe what the prophet Jeremiah is getting at is that oftentimes human beings, our fellow men and women, brothers and sisters, that they might fail us, they might disappoint us, they might let us down. And so if we put all of our stock, if we put all of our hope and trust in just mere human beings, we will be prepared to be disappointed and failed. And so perhaps what Jeremiah is trying to tell us is that blessed is the one who places their trust in the Lord. In the church's liturgy, in the prayer that priests and deacons and religious pray, called the Liturgy of the Hours, just a few days ago, one of the antiphons said this, I trust in the Lord and will not be shaken. And another one on the same day said, I put all my trust in the Lord and he has not failed me. So maybe that's what trust in God means and looks like. I trust in the Lord and will not be shaken, that if we hold on to the promises of God, the promises of Christ, well, then we shouldn't be shaken, that we have a firm foundation. Or if I put all my trust in the Lord and he has not failed me, well, it's to see all the good that God has done for me. This act of trust that we make in our lives I think first delivers us from our fears. That if there's any fear that we have, if we place our trust in God, well, it begins to take away that fear. An act of trust in God might also lead us to hope, so moving us from despair to hope. And trust in God might also be an act of faith, belief that God will bring us through it. In the 1920s, there was a Polish sister. Her name was St. Faustina. And St. Faustina was living in a convent, and over time, she began to receive visions or apparitions of Jesus who would say different things to her, giving her different messages. It ultimately has become known as the message of divine mercy, and she recounted these experiences in a diary of hers, Divine Mercy in my soul. But one of the things that Jesus asked, and we have the image here over on the confessional door, is to have an image of divine mercy painted of Jesus with these rays of red and blue, of blood and water gushing forth from his heart. But Jesus instructed Faustina at the very bottom of the image to have the words, Jesus, I trust in you, inscribed. Maybe it was a premonition, a foreshadowing of the need to have trust as a world war would break out, as the Great Depression would happen, and maybe even still to this very day with decline in morality and decline in faith, well, maybe that phrase, Jesus, I trust in you, is an act of hope, an act of faith for us even to this very day. There are some sisters in New York called the Sisters of Life, and they penned a little litany called the Litany of Trust. Now, they kind of modeled this Litany of Trust after another prayer called the Litany of Humility that was written by the Belgian Cardinal uh, Mercier. 
In that prayer, Cardinal Mercier had this deliver, deliver me Jesus as one of the responses, and then Jesus grant me the grace to desire it as he went through different movements of praying for humility. In a similar way, the Sisters of Life in this litany of trust, in the first movement with each invocation, deliver me Jesus, but it might be from certain beliefs that we hold on to that might not be true beliefs, or it might be from fears that we have, from the belief that I have to earn God's love, deliver me Jesus, from the fear that I am unlovable, deliver me Jesus. And so once we're delivered from those things, it's an act of trust, trusting that God truly does love us, trusting that we don't have to earn God's love because God by his very nature is love. In the second movement of the litany of trust, the sisters move into the response, Jesus, I trust in you. And so perhaps as they move through that, it really embodies in our own daily lives what that trust might look like. That you are continually holding me, sustaining me, loving me. Jesus, I trust in you. That your love goes deeper than my sins and failings and transforms me. Jesus, I trust in you. That not knowing what tomorrow brings is an invitation to lean on you. Jesus, I trust in you. That you are with me in my suffering. Jesus, I trust in you. That my suffering united to your own will bear fruit in this life and in the next. That you will not leave me an orphan for your presence in the church. That your plan is better than anything else. That you always hear me and in your goodness always respond to me. That you give me the grace to accept forgiveness and to forgive others. That you give me all the strength I need for what is asked. That my life is a gift. That you will teach me to trust you. That you are my Lord and my God. That I am your beloved son or daughter. And so in those moments of our lives, it's an opportunity really to place our trust, to pray that prayer, Jesus, I trust in you. This week, there will be many experiences and different circumstances that will come our way. Maybe this week we'll view them a little differently as an opportunity to pray that prayer, Jesus, I trust in you.